Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes Let it go Huh? <laughs> let what go? It. Just it? Yeah I actually know, meant to say let it, f- let it flow You know, like the Beastie Boys song Let it flow let yourself go slow and low. That is the tempo. <laughs> That's what I had in mind, but I, I screwed up the first line. Okay. So you should have just said, let it flow at first. Yeah, but I... Instead of let it go. Whoops. That's okay. There's always a time for something. Just as yeah. if the doors of perception were cleansed, everything would appear to man as it is. Infinite. All right, William Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> um, anyways, we're back. This is American Brews and Tunes. My name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. And this is episode 105. 105? 105. 105. Nice. I suppose it's... it's getting up there. An- another freeform episode? Yeah. Or post- I-, I feel like we're going to be doing a lot of these more often. Yeah, I like freeform. It's like a little post-ABC it's a, it's a family. Good idea. You know? Post-what? ABC family. Post-ABC family. Yeah. What do you mean by that? You ever hear that TV sh- t- station, ABC Family? Well, yeah, the TV station, right? It's no longer called ABC Family. What's it called now? Reform. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it would be uh, it would be strange if I had just made that up. I didn't. I didn't know what you meant by that. But all right, it makes I promise sense you, now. it's it's a legit thing. Like when you go to, you know, how they have That's the funny. Harry Potter marathons. Yeah. They still do, but uh, in the corner where it said ABC Family now has no, like it just a says FF. Freeform. Yeah. Wow. It's something. I think it was because they kept coming up with TV shows that weren't family friendly. Oh, okay. Like pregnant teens and all that stuff. <laughs> oh, how the times have changed. Yeah. I don't remember what I ever watched on there except for Harry Potter Marathon and 25 Days of Christmas or whatever they did. Um, I'm pretty sure I watched nothing on there. You didn't have cable though, right? Yeah. yeah. Didn't have... Actually, was there ever a time where I was living at my parents when they had cable? I don't think so. Maybe there was. There probably was. Yeah. Maybe after college. Maybe. Who knows? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Cable's just its own thing. Yeah. yeah. So today we're going to be talking about something that I think a lot of people have probably been talking about recently. Their top Spotify 2020 recap yeah, thing. The year-end top list, whatever you call it. You know, when Spotify tells you, this is the genres that you've listened to. <laughs> is is this the first year that you've had Spotify f- no. for a full year? I've had Spotify for two years okay. now. So two, you, two full years now. You at least got it last year as well. Yep. Last year was kind of fun because they did the decade-long Oh, they did? Um, Wrap-up, yeah. Hmm. I don't. Uh, well, but you would have only had one year. I would have only of, had one year of listening. So yeah. I think I had started Spotify in maybe 2014 or 2015. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't use it as much as I did in a couple years to come. As you but do now, yeah, uh, yeah, it was my year end list or my decade end list was skewed because there was a contest where if you listen to Newfound Glory, like it was twin tickets to a concert, and they're like listen to our new album for extra points to win <laughs> and so i would put my headphones on on mute and then i would repeat their album because you could listen to the, the album three full times a day and oh so i did that for a, it would get you like so many bonus points, oh you like could points there was, for there was a limit entries. there was yeah. a limit that you could you had to listen to can only listen to it three three times a day yeah okay and I, I maxed it out every day so i listened to that album three times a day for maybe two or three months 
But did you listen to it? Like listen to it, or did couple, you have it on a mute couple times? But I muted it most times. Okay. Um, but my top artist of the of the decade of the 2010s was, was New Newfound Glory, Glory. <laughs> because of that. Okay. And a close second was Blink 182. So oh, in wow, actuality, yeah. Blink 182 is my top. That uh, those those numbers definitely are skewed. Then. Yeah. Sorry, Newfound Glory. <laughs> I, yeah, the, Newfound Glory is still good. It was just I wanted to win those tickets, so I I tried real hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking about our, our year-end lists. That'll be top bands, top songs, top... Top genres, genres. and other, other various things. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny if they gave you... Well, I, there's no way. I was going to say if they gave you your bottoms, but there's no way to do that. I mean... Because you would listen cause, to it. Because all, all, all it is is just data, just numbers of what you've listened to. Yeah. And so, yeah, they'd be like, all right, here are the genres that you don't listen to and list them, and list them off. Bro country. <laughs> Bro country, yes. Zero listens, yeah. zero likes, zero follows. Nada. But anyway, what beer are we having? Yeah, before we go into that Spotify shenanigans, we'll we'll have a beer. Um, we're having something from a brewery I don't believe has made an appearance on the podcast. Before. No, I don't believe it has either. And I actually don't think I've had a beer from them. I've just heard their name. I have, and I, they're usually at beer fests, so you might have had something there. Maybe. Um, That's true. The brewery is Trim Tab Brewing. And yes. they are from Alabama. Alabama. From, what's that city called that we were, um, not, not Huntsville, it's the other one that's a big city. Do you remember hmm. the real popular Alabama city? Birmingham. <laughs> Birmingham, <laughs> Alabama. Yes, the capital. Yeah. I'm, I'm real bad with cities. <laughs> Even <laughs> I didn't, I couldn't pick that out of the, out of the, the ether, out of thin air. Out of the many Alabama cities that we know. Yeah. It was just all blending together. Which is all, yeah, they're just all blending together. I know about all of them. All of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> but this is from Birmingham. Um, this beer is called The Observer. Ooh, uh, it's kind of space. an interesting looking can. I believe that's an owl on the cover with a third eye. Yeah, it looks like it. No, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing that now. And there's like lightning bolts coming out of the third eye. Yeah. And then if you, were, if you were a connoisseur of literature... You knew that that quote that I said at the beginning of this episode was from William Blake. Yeah. And I have that written on the on the side of the can. If the doors of perception were cleansed, everything would appear to man as it is. Infinite. And if you read it as I initially read it, it would be, if the doors of perception were cleansed, every thing would appear <laughs> to... <laughs> That's just that a little gap. A little gap in the... Threw me off. On the can, yeah. yeah. But anyways, the Observer from Trim Tab Brewing is a triple dry hopped oat-based double IPA with Cascade, Simcoe, and Sultana hops. Yeah, it's it's coming in at 8%. Uh, we got tall boys of it. So I'm pretty excited to try it, uh, mostly because I haven't had an oat-based double IPA in a while. So yeah. It doesn't uh, say it on the can, but according to Untapped, it is a New England double IPA. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how juicy it is. We'll see how creamy it is. I've but. had several oated IPAs from Southern Grist, mm-hmm. and those are usually pretty, pretty creamy on the mouthfeel. It okay. kind of kind of adds a nice softness to it. So I'm curious to see if we get that here. Yeah, same let's, here. Let's say we give this a crack and a pour. Okay. Okay. There. For some reason, I'm expecting neon colors because of the, the <laughs> bright, <laughs> because of the can. bright can. Yeah, those yeah, lightning. I bolts. don't think that's going to happen though. Yeah, it is not neon. I can but, smell it already. Though. Yeah, it's a sharp, nice, juicy smell. It smells really good. Mm-hmm. I haven't put my nose close to it, but I'm getting pineapple smells from far away. 
And I'm getting pineapple. Mm. Yeah, I'm getting like a slight slight citrus. Um, It's definitely more of a fruity smell than a hoppy smell I'm getting. It smells really good. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for this. It's yeah, it's definitely hazy. Um, it's not as it's not as like hazy and like creamy looking as a bearded Irish beer, but no, but I definitely cannot see through it. Yeah, it's hazier than Stone's version of a hazy IPA. Yes, which was not very hazy at all. Yeah. But they're not in the haze game, I don't think. I think they're in the respect the hop game. <laughs> yeah, they're in the uh, the West Coast game, the West Coast style game. Mm. It smells really good. Yeah, I'm excited to try this. I wish I had a perfume for this. It's like really? the spray in my armpits. That actually would smell pretty good. Pit spray for my pit juice. Pit spray for my pit juice. That way, every time I, <laughs> I walk into a room, someone says, mm, "You smell like light, you smell lightly like the hopped, observer, lightly hopped citrus." <laughs> I can't quite put my nose on it, but you smell like a trim tab beer. You're a slightly hazy person. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> All the okay. time, hazy every day. <laughs> Let's say we give this a uh, give it a try. A try, as we always say on American Brews and Tunes. Down the William Blake hatch. <laughs> mm. It's extraordinarily smooth. Um, and yeah, I would say I it's it, it is creamy. It's creamy. It's not as it's not as creamy. I wouldn't it seems like I wouldn't really call it a New England style IPA. I mean the thing, I, th- I think I would first, just because the hops just because of how, how hazy it is. It's, it's juicier and the hops are on the back burner. Yeah. I guess if you had to classify it as some IPA, that's what you would classify it as. Yeah, um, it's just the the whole triple dry hop thing just hits hits my palate right away. Yeah, and I'm I was kind of looking like I was I was curious about the IBU level. Untapped doesn't say it has an NA over there. Um, doesn't taste like it's very high, and I honestly don't really get the the hoppiness I would expect from a triple dry hopped beer. Really, I'm getting them loud and clear. I mean, let me go in for a second try. Um, I just looked for it right in the front of your palate. I just had a burp, and it was a hot burp. It was real nice. Like I love hot burps, and it was oh yeah. Like I burped, I was like, oh, I'll have another. Look for it right before you start tasting all the fruitiness, all the citrus. It's like a really upfront, almost like malty hop. Okay, it's there. You're right, but I think the fruitiness kind of overpowers it. The fruitiness fruitiness definitely comes in and takes over and makes itself known. Like when the Kool Aid guy comes in through the wall. Yeah, that's what happens. He brings the fruit. The wall is the hops. Exactly. <laughs> so, what does he say whenever he does oh, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever looked at old Kool-Aid Man advertisements? I don't think so. I have never paid attention to it before if, uh, Family Guy made it popular. Oh, really? I don't think I have. Oh, like, you mean Kool-Aid Man in general? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen them on the commercials, and I knew like what it was, but... I don't think people were like going around screaming, oh yeah, and doing the Kool-Aid guy thing <laughs> no, that much until Family so. Guy decided to make it a super <laughs> random, super duper random. Oh, it's, it's a nice beer. I like it. Um, do I think it's as creamy as some of the oated ones I've had from Southern Grist? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, I, I can tell it's there. In the mouthfeel, you kind of you kind of get that uh, little bit of that creaminess. Um, definitely fruit, like fruity, like you'd expect from a... A New England style IPA, not as as pungently fruity as um, a bearded iris brew. Yes, um, more of the grapefruit citrus than the juiciness, like the orange juiciness of, mm. of a, a, other New England IPAs. But it's it's still good. Um, I like this. I would have it again. I would observe, like if it's around. I'd say, observe me one, please. I would. Uh, 
If I saw like a different trim tab beer in a store, I would probably try it out because I like this. Yeah, they're worth it's trying. A, it's definitely unique. It tastes pretty good. Um, but anyway, back to the uh, back to Kool Aid Man <laughs> advertisements. Uh, some of them look like they could have been like out of a old horror movie. Really? Yeah. Like At least the ones that I remember, maybe. What was he doing? Well, I'm gonna look some up for you really quick. Okay. Well, you do that. I'll tell you about some of the other trim tabs. I've oh, I I think I've sampled some of their stuff before, and I've had some of their sours. Uh, but I had a beer from them called Breakfast Hero, which was a imperial pastry stout. It was an imperial donut stout with coffee, maple syrup, and glazed donuts. I gave that one four, and I said dessert dot 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 or breakfast <laughs> dessert dot dot dot. It's a good one. I, I I do remember that one specifically. Uh, I had that in November of 2019, back when life was great, before before this whole crazy thing happened in 2020. Before the gas leak that 2020 is. Yeah. Like, look, there's this picture of Kool-Aid Man selling Kool-Aid on the street. Uh, what Jesse's showing coat. me right now is he's got his trench coat open, and you can see all the pockets, and there's different <laughs> yeah. uh, things. Like, like you, you, someone either selling drugs or knockoff Rolex you know, like watches. You want to buy some drugs, kid? Yeah, this is creepy. Then, it's just the Kool Aid Man. What are they marketing to children? I don't know, man. But some does of it the, say what year that's from? Because uh, the only other no. cartoon I can think of with a, a trench coat is Scruff McGruff the Crime Dog. Scruff McGruff the Crime Dog. Yeah, and he true. was putting an end to this kind of crime. He wasn't. Selling kids, like potentially knock off Kool Aids out of his trench coat. Yeah. Jeez. This is some of them that just look so funny. Yeah. Like this one. Oh, that <laughs> he looks just, like he's uh, like he's breaking through the wall, but it doesn't look as like cartoonish. It just looks. I can't like, tell if it's real or horrible CG or well, green screen. Like, yeah, it looks really funny. It looks terrible. I want to see the commercial though. But anyway, enough about the Kool Aid Man. Yeah. Let's get back to what we're really here to talk about. Yes. Which is the Spotify data that Spotify data. collects. Yeah. Data is power at this day. Yeah. So I'll start off. Uh, one interesting thing that I that they told me on my 2020 wrapped or whatever they called it uh-huh. um, is that I have discovered 187 new artists this year. Even in 2020, you still found ways to grow. So... My question is, is what do they count as a new artist? Like, if you just if you listen to one song from them, I would assume does that so. count as a new artist? I was up to like three hundred something for that. I th- really, it has to be like if you play one song from somebody you've never. Yeah, because like, there's no way that I've discovered or like li- actually listened to 187 new artists this year. I listened to a song by Megan The Stallion this year. I still have not. Yeah. Um, isn't she on that one uh, Cardi B song? <laughs> Yep. Uh, WAP. Yep. <laughs> Have you heard it? Um, I know the song WAP, yes. It's a, uh, it's controversial. Is it? Well, it's like, apparently someone, well, you know what it's about, right? You know what it stands yeah. for? Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, like, there are plenty of male-fronted rap songs that are just as graphic, but from the male version, it's, no one bats an eye. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, somebody might. but Somebody definitely does. Like, the rap community doesn't, though. Oh, so this was controversial on the like hip hop, just all around. I think, really, I think so. Um, Interesting. But, oh, ben Shapiro, do you know him? He's yeah. a fairly far right uh, leaning guy. Yeah, I wouldn't even call him a pundit; just a talk show host. He's yeah. got his own talk show. I think 
he like made a comment saying, this sounds like a medical condition. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. It was, that, that was really funny. So, and, uh, but, but he said it in his like Ben Shapiro voice, like, this sounds like a medical condition. Yeah. And, like super fast and like talking really fast. Like, like he's, <laughs> I mean, he, he always tries to be fact based, but he's like borderline conspiracy theorist. He's very. Yeah. He's a, he's a strange guy. Yeah. He's a very interesting man. I like hearing him on Joe Rogan sometimes because Joe, well, he he has everyone from every from yeah from every point uh, of view yeah point of view and he'll yeah. like hear someone but he'll say well I don't know about that like yeah it's something like, like super mm. far left or super far right and he'll he'll just say like I'm not sure but okay yeah <laughs> anyway what is it what is uh, controversial about WAP just the in general idea just of the, it the the content yeah it's, it's a highly I mean, sexualized song yeah there there are plenty of male friend rap songs like that that don't get any. Yeah. Anything. I don't know. Let, yes. Car- let, let Cardi B do whatever she wants. I'm not a fan of her, but... She's fine. Uh, I prefer... What's that other rapper who's a lady? Um, <laughs> she was the La Lil Wayne Young Money stuff. Um, she kind of batted out of the game to have a kid. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Her, I like. Because when you hear her on rap songs, she's scary. She's scary. Like, um, <laughs> I think it was a Kanye West song, Monster. Yeah, like Jay Z was on there, and a whole bunch of people. Maybe Drake, I don't remember, but her verse, like, like everybody, her verse was insane. Like she's doing all kind of crazy. Did she do stuff. a song with Eminem too? Probably. First time I ever heard her was on Lil Wayne's Rock album. Oh, okay, <laughs> <A> terrible <laughs> rock album. There was yeah. a couple good stuff, but I heard her and I was like, "Who is this scary lady? She's a good <laughs> rapper, but I'm terrified. Who is this scary lady? Yeah, like, oh, that's great. Like I heard, I was like, I'm gonna hide in a corner. Yeah, like, she was just intense. Mm. Um, but uh, well, anyway, back to the topic at hand. Enough about Cardi B and her. Yeah, rap's a, a genre. So song. speaking of genres, do you want to talk about uh, some of our top genres? Yeah. Of twenty nineteen. I mean twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. this year. Just is a disclaimer. They take the data from January to I believe it's I think the end of October. So it's not the full year. Okay. But that's kind of like an understood thing. That's the majority. That this of is the, year. the Spotify year. Yeah. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, not surprisingly, my top, uh, genre was skate punk, which I mean, once you look at my top artists, well, I guess sense. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they determine as skate punk. Probably like no effects, lag wagon. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. I guess kind of a broad yeah. genre. Give your, give your top five going from top to least. No. Top to least. Okay. Yeah, so so second was indie rock. Makes sense. Makes sense for me. I would expect that uh, to be your number one. Number three was alternative emo. Weird. No idea what they mean by alternative emo. It's probably something. Like maybe this I, is what the uh, me listening emo, to pairs so much. Maybe I, I wouldn't even say pairs. I'd say alternative emo would be like My Chemical Romance. Well, yeah, that's what I know. That's what you would say it is. But what does Spotify um, define it as? What, what did you listen to this year? That could be that. Maybe Boxcar Racer. Maybe because that's guess, like post yeah. post punk. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, number four is hip hop. Nice. From when I listened to, I listened to a lot of Mac Miller this year. There you go. And Tyler the Creator. Yep. Um, now you're gonna have to explain to me what this last genre is. My number five genre is roots rock. Is that like? Oh, roots. Um, that's very vague. Like, does that mean like roots? Like, 
like like Eric Clapton genre, like genre rock and roll yeah, like blues like the roots of rock and roll or is it like roots like classic rock and roll I don't know that's what my top my fifth genre was you'd have to type in what I would do if you're curious about that I would go into your Spotify and type roots rock and roll and they probably have a playlist that has something that would like Spotify does make their own playlists based on genres so I bet you you can find that uh, but while you're searching for that I'll go ahead and list my top five genres. Okay. Number one, pop punk. Nice. <laughs> no Easy surprise one. there. Number two, skate punk. Skate punk. All right. Yeah. Number three, rock. Rock. <laughs> just rock. Like I'm trying to think what would be just rock. Foo Fighters. Like, is there anything else? I don't know. What mm. else would be just rock? <sighs> Again, that's one of those genres that is so broad. ACDC put out a new album this year. True. They did. It's actually pretty good. Uh, they were on NPR. And uh, they basically said, we weren't looking to do anything new. Like, they, we were just didn't. trying to to pl- write the same type of music we've written. It's the first album they released the past, since, like, 30 years or whatever. Since Malcolm Young died. Yeah. Rhythm guitarist and principal songwriter. Him and Angus Young, the other guitar, the two brothers would write mm-hmm. most of the songs. And so they took a lot of old song ideas that they had in the vault yeah. and kind of yeah. finished them. Um, and I've, I've listened to the past... Th- like four new ACDC albums. They put out one maybe every five to six years. Yeah. And this is the best one out of all really? like four mm. of those. Yeah. Interesting. Um, it's, I, uh, I'm, I'm honest about their stuff. All ACDC songs kind of sound the same. Yeah. Um, take it or leave it. Uh, I mean, this, they do. And like, that's, it's just like the band Pennywise. Like they, yeah, they have their way of writing songs and that's, and they stick to that and they have a fan base. If and, you get into it, then you'll, you'll pick up on the differences song to song. But yeah. if you don't really listen to it and you hear it, you're like, every song sounds exactly the same. Yep. Uh, but on this album, they do some stuff that I've never heard ACDC do, like songs that ride on the um, the tom drum instead of driving on oh, a okay. hi-hat or a, a, a ride cymbal for the chorus. Okay. They're just riding on a tom. It's kind of cool, like stuff, like little changes that maybe they were trying to branch out a little bit. I don't know. Ooh, I just got a hot burp. That was nice. They're good hot burps. My number four genre, folk punk. Folk punk. Like yes. Frank Turner. Frank Turner or... Um, Almost Gospel Choir. Almost, and he had a new album at the very end of last year that I listened to. He did, a bit. yeah. Um, there's other bands like maybe Devin K and the Solutions. I don't know where they fit in. Yeah, and one of their albums has a banjo, so maybe. <laughs> and my last one, hip hop, hip hop, um, okay. which is probably all the Childish Gambino and Run the Jewels I listened to this year. Yeah, there's a lot of their stuff. Um, an update about what Wikipedia tells me Roots Rock is. <laughs> Roots Rock is rock music that looks back to rock's origins in folk blues and country music it is particularly associated with the creation of hybrid subgenres from the later 1960s including blues rock country rock southern rock and swamp rock which have been seen as responses to the perceived excess of dominant psychedelic and developing progressive rock i don't that doesn't could be a lot of things still the roots the radical oranges roots folk i mean rock Folk, country, blues, roots, revival. <laughs> Subgenres, heartland rock, southern rock, swamp rock. Swamp Fusion rock. genres, alternative country, cow punk. What is cow, <laughs> what is cow punk? I don't know. Cowboy I'm gonna go down, punk? I'm going to go down this, uh, down this Wikipedia hole. Uh, oh, or, or country punk. Cow punk. I prefer cow punk. Yeah, cow punk sounds funnier. Anyway... You want to go so, to, uh, Roots Rock, I feel like that's that's kind of a cop-out Spotify. Sorry. I think it is. That's kind of vague. But 
Apparently, you fit into that algorithm somehow. Do you have song of the year? I do. Do you want to take a guess what my song of the year is? I'm gonna. Well, I kind of saw the album cover. <laughs> well, based on that, what okay, do you okay, think? Okay, okay. Uh, I don't remember all the songs of that. Um, is it one of the singles? No. Uh, I'm gonna guess that it was a song written by Mark Hoppus, or You're, he sings it. Well, he sings on every song. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's the first time by Blink One Eighty Two off oh, of the okay. album Nine. I listened to that album a ton this year. Yeah. Which um, it came out sense. at uh, the end of September last year, and it was heavy in my rotation then. It was heavy in my rotation at the beginning of this year. Um, I haven't listened to it for several months, but I listened you to it a what? ton. You know what? Same here. I listened to it a ton at the beginning of the year. I probably listened to it about, uh, like, you. Li- if you were 100%, I'd be like 30%. 30%. Let me guess what your top song is. Okay. Well, I posted about it on Instagram, so. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Comfortably Dumb by Pears. Yeah. <laughs> Comfortably Dumb by Pears. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whenever this song came out, I think they released the single January 4th, if I remember correctly. It was early on there, yeah. Um, I listened to the crap of, of uh, out of that song. And sometimes when bands release like the first single, I'm like, uh-oh, it's not going to be a good yeah. album. Like, it's, I'm not sold. This one, I was sold immediately. Yeah, it, it was, was like, just fantastic. Just like, you hear this right. sludgy, like, dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. I am a, what's he say? Afraid of my shadow. I'm afraid my teeth are falling out. Afraid of the dentist. Afraid of the dentist, so my teeth are falling out. And then it turns super fast. It turns into that like that sludge rock, like post hardcore sludgy sound into a like a punk song, like a not like just like a hardcore punk song, and then do a melodic punk song. It's got so many adventures. What I have become. Do those changes on a dime almost like the Yeah. Very slight genre shifts. Very within the slight song. transitions. That's, that's classic genres, Paris. Yeah. Really good song. Super good song. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have your top songs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'm going to give my top songs, um, which I think were extraordinarily skewed because I listened to nine a lot so this much? year. So yeah. I'm going to give you my top five songs, and then I'm going to give you my other top five songs. Okay. <laughs> um, so here's what Spotify said my top five songs of the year is. Number one, The First Time I Blink-182. Yeah, okay. Number Makes two, sense. Dark Side by Blink-182. Number three, Happy Days by Blink-182. Okay. Number four, I Really Wish I Hated You by Blink-182. Number five, Heaven by Blink-182. I feel like this is really uh, kind of um, the data. They must just take play like... Play count. Play count. Play it's count. Play that's count. all it is, yeah. So if you listen to an album a lot, like I feel like that's exactly yeah. what happened to me but because I, my top five songs were pairs. Yeah. I double-checked my... Top five versus the track listing on there, and it's not track listing. Yeah, it's definitely specific. not track listing. And I would have thought, like, if it was based on that, um, blame it on my youth would have been the top because that was the yeah. first single. But hmm. I think I maybe I listened to that last year because that came out in like June of 2019. It did, yeah. So I probably listened to that a ton last year, not as much this year. But anyway, my top five songs were Comfortably Dumb, Killing Me, Off of Pairs. Self-titled, mm-hmm. Rich to Rags, Dial Up, and Zero Wheels, oh, nice. all off of Pairs, because I think I listen to that album the most. Their self-titled Pairs album, yeah, great album. Like like consistently throughout the year, I've listened yeah. to it. What I did was I went into my top 100 songs. Um, yeah. Spotify may will make you a playlist, and, and is, it, I, is it different than the list that they gave you? Oh, it's it's the top um, hundred songs. So you get more than just your top five songs. Oh, okay. Um, so what I did was I went there and I took out the blink 182 and I picked my top five that weren't blink 182 songs. Okay. I'll do that too. 
So while you're looking up yours, here's I'll mine. do I'll do one from every artist. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be every artist. Just take out the pairs. Okay. Uh, but here's my number one. Comfortably dumb by Paris. Hey, there you go. <laughs> um, my number two was Sweatpants by Childish Gambino. Okay. Great song. Um, my third was the, the Decline Live. No effects oh. and the uh, the orchestra. Really? Red Rocks. Nice. It's really, really... Have you listened to it? Mm-hmm. It's a really cool recording. I think I just watched the YouTube video a couple yeah. times. It's so good. I got to show you. I got the record also. It's really cool looking. Oh, they recorded it? Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, my number four was Cinnamon by Haley Williams. Okay, nice. Another cool song. And my last one was Everything by Band-Aid Brigade. Oh, nice. Very cool. Good. Such a good album. Um, so my top one was Carry the Banner by the Flatliners. Oh, from... Calvacate. From Calvacate. I always have yeah. a hard time pronouncing Calvacade. that word. Yeah. Um, number two was Anna by the Menzingers. Oh, good song. Uh, number three is Blue World by Mac Miller. Oh, great another song. It's a mad world making you crazy. I ain't politic and I ain't kissing no babies. Ah, good song. Then number four is Calming Collective. Calming Collection by the Flatliners. And then, actually, a song by Remo Drive, The Grind. Oh, yeah. About being in a band. Yeah. And how that's see. a grind. And then, that, that if might I be... scroll further down, they got I Think by Tyler, the Creator. Remo Drive might be, like, alternative emo. Yeah, I suppose so, maybe. Yeah. I'm pretty much seeing, like, the same album. Oh, there's Human Party Check by the Flatliners. Mm-hmm. One More Year, Tame Impala. I listen to that quite a bit. If We Were Vampires. I listen to that quite a bit. Oh, great song. Great song. Um, oh, and then there's I Feel So by Boxcar Racer. Classic. I feel like they just took this list and gave you your, got everything from this list. I think to a degree, yeah. It seems like they it would make sense. Which kind of moves into your top artist, which I'm assuming for you was Pairs. Yeah, it's Pairs, yeah. Were you in their top something percentage? Yeah. I was in their top like 0.1% of listeners. Oh, really? Yeah. I was in the top... Point five percent of Blink One Eighty Two. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't. I mean, it doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of life. Yeah. But yeah. Give me a little smile. Give like, a little smile, though. Makes I, you feel kind of good. I am the best Blink One Eighty Two fan. <laughs> and then someone, if I like post that online, someone will They'll comment be like, ah, saying, "I was in the, the top, top point four one." <laughs> or yeah, even that. I spent apparently I've spent two thousand twelve minutes listening to their to Pear's music this year. That's a long time. I don't have. The amount of time I listened to Blink-182, but I'm sure it was an absurd amount that I could have paid. I, you, I should have been spending doing productive things. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? I've listened to 315 artists this year. That's a I guess. But these reign supreme. Ooh. <laughs> Can Ooh. you guess who number one is? Definitely pairs. Yeah, it's definitely pairs, yeah. Uh, uh, think- number one is pairs for me. Number one is Blink-182 for you, right? Number one is Blink-182 for me, yeah. yeah. Go down your top five first. Let me see All if right. I can guess. All right. I'm going to guess five uh, bands for you. Oh, you're going to guess five bands. Yeah. So, obviously, okay. I know pairs. Yep. I'm going to say the Flatliners. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Mac Miller. Okay. I'm going to say... Because Boxcar Racer made an appearance, I'm going to say Boxcar Racer. Okay. And I'm going to go Tyler, the creator. You got three of them right. Which ones? Uh, which give, them, ones give them in order. Which ones would you do you want to change out? Which ones do you think you have wrong? Maybe Tyler the Creator. Okay. And maybe Boxcar Racer. Okay. 
Are those the two? <laughs> yeah, those are two you have wrong, yep. Okay, so let me think. Uh, what else did you listen to this year specifically? Remo Drive? And <laughs> The Eyebrows. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Give me a list. <laughs> okay, uh, number one was Pears. Yep. You got it right. Number two is Flatliners. Number three is Mac Miller. Number four is Frightened Rabbit. Mm. And number five is The Menzingers. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't even think Frightened Rabbit. Yeah. I was listening to Modern Leopard today. Listening to who? Modern Leper. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's not a sad... I mean, that's not a sad song at all when you think about it. It's like a really nice love song. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good song. Did you ever see Frank Turner's live performance? He You can find it on, on uh, YouTube, but he the day that Scott Hutchinson died, mm-hmm. he had a, uh, Frank Turner had a concert, and he oh, went really? and play, he played uh, Modern Leper. Modern Leper. And he's having a hard time getting through it. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, it's really emotional. They were really good buddies. Yeah, worth, wow. worth watching. Cause I'll it's, have to look that up, yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Big fan of both of both of those guys. Yeah. So, R.I.P. Scott Hutchinson. Yeah. Two oh, two years ago. Two and a, two and a half years ago. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> if you had um, to guess mine. If I had to guess yours, number one would be Blink-182. Uh-huh. I'm not going to put these in order. I'm just going to guess. Uh, so Blink-182. I'm going to go with Mac Miller. Just based on what we've been talking about. Childish Gambino. <laughs> Um, Haley Williams, I guess, and um, whatever that band is with We Were Vampires. If we were vampires, <laughs> Jason, Jason Isbell and the Four Hundred Unit. You got two right. Two right. Okay. <laughs> um, number one is Blink One Eighty Two. Number two is Run the Jewels because mm. their album came out. I listened to that a ton okay, this yep, year. Yep. Um, number three is Bad Religion. Oh, really? I don't know. Like, I mean, I, their album came out this year too, and it came out last year. Oh, it did. Like, I, I just, I guess, I just listened to them a lot. I don't know. I love yeah. Bad Religion. They're one of my favorite bands. So. Huh? Yeah, I was kind of surprised right, cool. by that. Interesting. Number four is Mac Miller. Okay. And number five is Frank Turner. Oh, Frank Turner. I think his because uh, he came out with a live album this year from his right. stripped strip back like acoustic. Yeah. Did you listen to that? Um, listen to it the whole way through, front was to back. Because um, you didn't go to that show. Me and Becca did. It was at TPAC, which is kind of odd. Like we were in oh, seats yeah. for it. Um, I forgot about that. But it's like storytelling. And like he like, mm. gives stories and it's different arrangements. It's really, really a cool show. Mm. I'll, yeah, I'll um, have to listen to that. And it's good listening front to back one sitting. So nice. uh, it's on Spotify. You can find it. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like, if you go to Frank Turner, it's probably like the first album that pops up. Yeah, I'll definitely have to listen to that. Yeah, good stuff, though. And, I nice. mean, obviously, Mac Miller, because... RIP. I'm, I'm surprised Childish Gambino didn't pop up in mine, because I've been listening to him That is surprising, yeah. I just listened to him That's why more. I guessed. Yeah. I didn't know you listened to Run the Jewels that much this year. I, I love Run the Jewels. Nice. Run the Jewels 4 was not nominated for the Grammys. Hmm. Interesting. Like, it sold a metric butt ton... And still wasn't nominated, huh? I want to say that, like, is it because Killer Mike's too political? No, I mean, no, he doesn't like his stuff. Isn't radical, like, to it's very logical. Yeah, the way he is, and it's I think anyone can see benefit from what he says. But like the, the Recording Academy, I liken them to the Oscars or to the Tonys. Yeah, and they always like to nominate things that are like socially influenced and like 
positive, like trying to like. And that seems like that definitely is right. And it definitely was, yeah. Like it was recorded all in 2019, but they released it early because there were songs about like being a black person getting choked out by the cops. Yeah, like it came out right after the George Floyd stuff, and it was so like eerily timely. Yeah, weird that they didn't. And the Grammys didn't nom- didn't, not even nominated. Not even nominated. It was baffling to me. Wow. Because I like as soon as that came out, I was like, oh, "This is going to win the Grammy for, yeah. for best." But the Grammys are notorious for really messing up the rap portion. Really? Yeah. Is it mostly like white people on the? Uh, um, sometimes on the what? What are they even called? Like, the nominating any, board? Yeah, and nothing against Eminem. He's probably one of the best rappers alive. But anytime he puts out an album, he's nominated. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I just don't think the recording I mean, academy I, knows enough about rap. I listened to Eminem's most recent album, and I wasn't a fan. It was okay. There were a couple of good songs on it. I haven't liked anything he's done since, I think it was Recovery. And before that, it was a couple albums. Like, yeah, His earlier career was better, in my opinion. But he's, he's a fantastic rapper. It's just He definitely is. He's no run the jewels. Yeah. I can't believe that. I wasn't nominated. What um, you going to do? Mac Miller should have been nominated for Circles. Yeah. Posthumous. That was like one of his best-selling records, too. Mm. So in the, the Recording Academy, I think, has a lot to do with sales, to a degree. Um, what but, was nominated? WAP? No, I, I honestly don't remember. A bunch I, don't of, know, I don't know either. I didn't watch the Grammys. Not, it, it was, I'm not gonna, I was about to say a bunch of garbage was nominated, but no, I'm not going to say the music was yeah. garbage. It just wasn't what I wanted to be nominated. I generally don't watch award shows, though, just because I don't really see the value in them i mean i get i get it yeah like it's it would be nice to be nominated for a grammy but i don't think that should be where you where you like look to to figure out what type of music you should listen to you know yeah and you don't get your merit yeah solely from that yeah yeah i like it's it's kind of cool to see who wins it's not I, i i'll watch them because typically they put together fun artists to do collaborations live yeah that's true um, like Kendrick Lamar did a collaboration with Imagine Dragons live once. It was really, oh, really? cool. Yeah, like um, long, long time ago, they put together Eminem and uh, Elton John. Crazy. So they do fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick and U2 did their, their oh, song yeah, one yeah. year. Yep. Um, that was a really I like intense that song. one. That's, uh, was it the America one? Yeah. Um, God bless it if it's good, good to you. you. Yep. Um, he's a sound of drum and bass. Johnny don't want to go to school no, no more, no more. No more. <laughs> and that was the, good album. Remember the uh, the end of that one? Kendrick was like shooting, and there was like people falling all over the place. It, yeah. it got really heavy, really got quick. really intense. Yep. Uh, but anyway, he's due for a new album. Yeah, it's been know, two years, right? I think he. I don't know if he's married, but he definitely had a kid. Uh, I think it's been more than two years. Two and a half years, maybe. Maybe like three. I thought I thought Damn came out in 2018. Um, was it 2018 or was it earlier than that? It feels like it, it was early 18. Feels like it was so long ago. I think it was. I don't know, 2020 yeah, just feels a, like it's been like 20 years in one year. I thought he. I thought there was some talk of him doing a couple, like working on stuff. Yeah. Well, after he he put out Damn, he did um, the soundtrack uh, to Black, Black Panther. Panther. Right. Yep. Damn came out in 2017, April of 2017. Oh, okay. So it's gotcha. been, been two and, and, and a half years. years. Three and a half years, yeah. Yeah. Which is... Hey. For, I mean, if I he's... Like if for he's, rap, that's a long time. If he's taking his time, that's okay with me, I guess. Yeah. Put out something great, I'll be happy. Yeah, for sure. Well, any last thoughts about Spotify or any last thoughts about this beer? 
Spotify is limited to numbers and what you've listened to solely on the platform. Yes. Um, Spotify Very doesn't true. account into the CDs I've bought, the records that I listen to. Yeah. Um, if it was, like, because I, I come in here and I play guitar to records. Mm-hmm. My top played record is I'm Separate by Band-Aid Brigade. Because oh, really? I, I like to play guitar to that. It's, yeah. It's, it's an awesome uh, record. Mm. Um, uh, they're not wrong about Blink-182. Yeah, um, for sure. I had that on in my car. I had that on on Spotify. Um, but it's, it's just... It's you don't take the the year end playlist seriously. It's it's just, it's just fun. Yeah, it's just it's something like, fun. hey, look at this data we collected. He, yeah, it's fun. You see, like, oh, I I did listen to that a lot on Spotify this year. I guess. Yeah, it doesn't really take into account. Um, yeah, like you said, everything you've listened to outside of Spotify. Outside of Spotify, yeah. I like the shows that you've gone to or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not this year, but <laughs> previous years. I went. There was like. Maybe three concerts I went to this year. I saw Motion City soundtrack do mm-hmm. their reunion tour. Like they're even though they broke up like two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> that was weird. Um, I saw The Wonder Years, and I there was a couple other, but I, I'm drawing a blank. And then they all got canceled. There were so many good shows coming up. I know. I want to see Lagwagon so bad. Same. I've never seen them before. Yeah. I've gotten to see Bad Religion, and I need to see Lagwagon. You gotta see No Effects. and No Effects yeah. for sure. No effects doesn't do tours a lot, but when they do, yeah. you got to jump on that. Well, yeah. Um, Final thoughts on the beer? It's been pretty good. It's actually kind of hard to drink. Like it's uh it's it tastes kind of boozy now. I, I can taste the booziness. I'm um, looking at mine. I got some nice sediment on the bottom of my. Oh yeah, my, so do I. Glass. You can see that. Look at mine. I got a ton. Oh my god, you have way more. I really, I really swirled the can though when I poured my last one in. I don't did know you? if you you did that or not. Sometimes that makes a huge difference. Maybe I can get a little bit more out. Oh, that's oh, yeah. all—that's all sediment that you There's just There's all in. the sediment. <laughs> Literally, just poured a bunch more sediment in my glass. That's hilarious. Oh yeah, look at that. <laughs> it looks like an ocean. <laughs> like when you get that nasty, like during a storm, and they show underwater. Yeah. Oh my god. I'll pour the rest of my sediment too. Then. Well, yours is actually mostly yeah sediment. <laughs> but with the sediment comes flavor. That's how you know it's nice and unfiltered. Yes. It's a good beer. Yeah. I, I, it's tasty. Yeah. It does I mean, I'm happy. Even I'm more happy thick, with it. thicker than it was before, but it's, it's still good. I like the taste. Yeah. It's definitely good. Oh, you know what? Adding that, adding that sediment in, I can see why you were searching for the hops now. Because my sediment, I, I had all my sediment out at first. You didn't. Because mine was really sedimenty early on. Oh, wow. That's so much creamier with all that sediment in changes, there. Changes the beer for you, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I can still find the hops, but they're definitely way more subdued. It's interesting how that can happen with a beer. Yeah. Not bad. Pretty looking, tasty, though. Looking forward to our next episode. I don't know if we have anything planned yet. We do not yet. So we will figure out something and, and bring yeah. it to you. I'm going to guess that it'll be a freeform episode, but we'll see. We'll see. And you'll see, too. <laughs> um, if you want to reach out to us, give us constructive criticism, complaints... Uh, just say hi, if or if you, you want to yeah. recommend an album for us to review, yep. we will literally review anything, anything. from um, from Michael Jackson's "Bad" to your younger brother's mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> if it is your younger brother's mixtape, please send it to us. We'll probably have a hard time finding it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, just let us know. We love to review stuff that we've never heard of. Yeah, definitely. Stuff that's maybe not in the wheelhouse. The whole point of this podcast is to find new music, expand your 
Musical Horizons, and try new beer. So yeah. win-win, if I need to say. Yes, um, same here. So yeah, hit us up. Um, At American Brews and Tunes. We all, yeah, <laughs> a good clarifier. All social medias, American Brews and Tunes, or you can send us an email at americanbrewsandtunes at gmail.com. Dot com. Um, I guess we said our final thoughts about the beer. It's good. Yeah, it was good. Very tasty. I'll look more trim tab stuff up. Yeah. Um, let's say that we uh, go ahead and give our, what would you call that? Is it a slogan, a motto? Sign off. What's I don't know. Sl- what is a slogan versus a motto? A, I believe they are used differently. A slogan is like uh, eating good in the neighborhood or I'm loving it from McDonald's. But their motto is like more like their mission statement, I think. So it would probably be more thought out about like their work ethic. Whereas a motto is like, this is our tagline. <laughs> I was in so the Boy I think, Scouts. I think, I think what we're about to say is like our tagline in the boy scouts we had a slogan and a motto oh really i don't remember which is which but one is do a good turn daily what do a good turn daily like a good good deed oh okay and the other was oh what was the other one (laughs) (laughs) um wait what are these two motto and what else motto and a uh slogan 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 is the catchy one that you should remember and a motto is like a I don't know. There's probably not that much of a difference. Yeah, they're the same thing. Either way. But as we always say on American (laughs) Brews and Tunes, slogan. I was about to burp. I was like, am I going to burp or just Just hold the burp or just let it out? Anyways. Well, now I held it in and now it's going to stay there for a while. (laughs) Until you take a sip and burp it out. Down the... uh, Mission statement slogan motto hatch. I'm gonna try and swirl my beer to get all the sediment mixed up. I got all of it on that sip. Very flavorful. That's a good beer. Ooh, heavy beer though. Yes, it is. I definitely only have one of those in a sitting. I could have two, but I would be having a bellyache in yeah. My palate would be wrecked, I think. Yeah. (laughs) It's not a palate wrecker, but it is a wrecker of palates. Yes, for sure. That makes sense. Right, anyways, um, we'll catch you guys later. My name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. And this is American Brews and Tunes. Oh, yeah. Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song. Just as it should song. American Brews and Tunes. Shibbity-beeby-day.